it's time for Q&A in the Kitchen. It's the podcast and YouTube series where tattoo artists and body piercer talk about some of the more common questions we get asked as artists and what you, as a collector of said things, may want to ask. Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo in the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, located both here in Des Moines. Um, let's go around. I don't think we announced ourselves the last time. No, we blew right by it like oh, everybody yes, knows us. It. Yeah, nope. yeah. Uh, anyway, well, first off, uh, this is uh, the, the second or third season. We've done three seasons. Yeah. Episode two. Yeah. Yep. Episode number two. So uh, starting from uh, your left I'm and Wesley. our right. I'm Wesley. I work at the great and powerful Skin Kitchen. Um, and For how long have you been here? Uh, oh, three years now, I guess. Three we're years, we're doing our three-year anniversary, I think, today. Yeah. And I started about a month after you reopened, I think, give or take. About yeah. that. Yeah. Right around in there. So yeah. going on three so, years. Right on. But it's been tattooed since 2006. Yeah. So, yeah, kicking it. 2006, seven in that range. Yeah. Rock on. I'm Jack. I own the place and uh, try to keep everybody else in line terrible job at that oh That's god it's awful but yeah i'm jack i've been tattooing and stuff uh here at skin kitchen uh, since 97 this is Davo. he's yeah. been piercing yeah i've been piercing i own and operate the axiom part the uh, piercing part the part that makes everybody confused where am i big holes um, small holes yes yes we and, and shiny objects right Sparkling. uh i've been piercing since 1994 wow that's a long time. That leaves you, Jimmy. Uh, that's me. I'm one. Jimmy St. John. I'm another pirate here on the ship at uh, the Great Skin Kitchen Tattoo. Uh, lucky enough to work with these gentlemen. I've been tattooing since '99. Um, wow, that's a long time, isn't it? Uh, it really. It's crazy how fast it goes. It feels, it feels long. <laughs> it's but, a large yeah. portion of your life. Yeah. That's that's absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you realize you've been doing something longer than half of the time you've been alive. Yeah. It's like you're more that than anything else. Right. Like, you know, it's I've really the only thing you've done longer is live. Point. Exactly. Yeah. Here's yeah. a great segue into way today's well, topic sure. then is all of your years tattooing this past year, 2020, has been way different for yeah. our oh boy. industry. So oh that's man. what we're going to talk about because we, we get asked this all the time. Yeah. Like, what is different piercing, tattooing, and operating or getting pierced or tattooed in 2020 of yeah. those What are we doing past? differently? Everything. Yep. Yeah, how has that last year affected us now? Yeah. Yeah, well, who, who wants to go first? Um, it, was a, it was shutting down. Let's start there. We well, the shutdown. COVID so this past year. We had a lot of shop meetings, a lot of worry and dread hanging over our head, mm-hmm. um, sitting around wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, we started group. seeing things getting closed down little by yeah. little and knew that, okay, it probably wouldn't be long until they asked us yep. as well. I think we did really good keeping our... our morale up and you know we get together and we came to the shop and took the time and capitalized on the time we had to redo stuff and make stuff a little nicer little changes in the shop we wanted to been doing and we haven't had time to do yeah we tried to make the best of it on that and it was still in the back of your mind you know well and at first it was only supposed to be 15 days you know yeah then Uh, it was 21 the idea was you know everybody's going to get sick everybody's going to go to the hospital and the hospitals are going to be overwhelmed so it's not that you're going to die necessarily it's that we're not going to be able to treat the people that might die so you have to take one for the team Mm -hmm. shut your life down watch your bills pile up for a while so we can make sure that the general health of everyone is okay well 
that never happened. So they said, well, then let's do it another week or two. And by the end of it, it ended up being, what was it, almost two months? Yeah, it two was months. seven weeks. Yes. Yeah. Seven weeks, and I think... I was like pretty four days. Pretty, I would say almost depends on where you stand on that. For from a business perspective, lucky that was only two months. There's lots of states. Oh yeah, that are still way, shut down. Yeah, way yet longer. Yeah, there's so a lot of businesses. I will say that... we do feel pretty lucky about that. Absolutely, that it wasn't <laughs> as long as it could have been. But again, that depends on where you're standing in right. a perspective it, you know, of the whole scheme. You know so. what that sounds like? It sounds like someone who just got let out of prison because they were falsely accused, and yeah. they're and they're talking about, well, you know, should have never happened. But at least I wasn't in there any longer. You yeah, know, I'm just trying. But yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what you're saying because yeah, we are in the I don't general. Want to rag on the people who are still shut down. I, know, oh. I feel like I'm ungrateful for no. that. At least I did get to work. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky that they didn't do it city to city, right? Yep. Like they did in other states. Uh, yeah. Des Moines. There's they have put some additional things on it, like you know this mandatory mask thing that yeah we'll get to that it's fine for, and uh, but other than that they haven't been like we're going to do this different from the state. A lot of places like I, especially like Minneapolis, I know they basically Minneapolis said no we're not we're not going to let you reopen. And then, you know, the protests started happening, which we all know about. We don't need to go into. And then a lot of businesses in the uptown area where most of that happened, including the the killing, Mm -hmm. uh, they're done. They're gone. Are there people that need help that are sick not getting help? It's it's. It, I mean, you well, if you're sick it. and you go to the hospital, are they telling you, wait, wait, no, we just can't, we can't help you right now. We're overwhelmed. You're just going to have to potentially die from this terrible disease because things are just out of control. Or is it just like any other day that if you feel sick, you can go to the doctor and they'll help you? Well, I have talked to some that said that it, the biggest difference is is the reason why you're still stuck in the emergency room is because they don't have a room for you to get into. Um, I don't know if that's... So they are overwhelmed. Yeah. It's a space issue. It's why, like, in New York City and larger metropolitan areas, they started having the trailers and everything else. But those were never used. They brought in a ship. They brought in, you know, all... They put up these huge cities of tents, um, gigantic thousands of beds, and they were never touched. Mainly, the main (laughs) thing I get get asked all the time is, you know, how, how are you operating differently? And to be honest with you, the only different thing that I'm doing is I'm wearing a mask when I'm with clients because we are taught part of our job part of what we do is cross-contamination prevention and working towards making sure things are clean so that people that come in with uh, with a virus don't leave don't give it to other people including me and they don't leave with something they didn't get. Well, in that aspect, I don't feel like anything's changed because we no, operate like a doctor's office. I have to be clean so nobody gets spread, especially me or another customer or, you know, any kind of clientele that comes in uh, waiting to, you know, observe or anything like that. And, uh, you know, we've never broke that protocol ever. And it's just kind of become standard for a lot mm-hmm. of other people. And I thought we found that a little entertaining when we were like, oh, we do that all the time. Yeah. Um, but. As you know, we have to wear the mask. It's a little different now. Uh, it eliminates the being able to have people walk in on yeah, a whim yeah. and get stuff. That's kind of been eliminated a lot. Yeah. We've gone to uh, appointment only, which we still try to get we people took, in. Yeah, we took we the, can uh, kind of you know you 
get tattooed, you bring a friend with you. We took out the the secondary chair with each station almost. So you have your waiting area. We've yeah. got three yeah, guys in our room. Who can come see. Three clients of six people. You bring a friend each. we got nine people in that room. So we took out those chairs so we can reduce people in the room too. Nope. Nope. So that we're not in close corn contact. There's no more. You know, you can, your friend can pop in, check on your tattoo, but don't hang yeah, out. Yeah, there's the no more time. bringing an entourage. Yep. So. Yeah, it's it's more of a solitary thing, I think. Yep. Than yep. it used to be. Um yeah, or it's it, back to being that. Or back to being more yeah. of that oriented, and we can't. And uh, you know, I kind of miss the. Yeah, just stop by. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and you have to explain. And some people absolutely hate it that they have to set up an appointment. They get angry. Uh, Jesse can attest to this because she works the counter every day. They get angry because how dare we not? Well, just the thing let is, we're doing appointments in. only. But sometimes, if you call. And like, go, hey, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'd like to get pierced today. Well, I do have an opening later at yeah. 6, so I can get you in, but you can't just walk in right now yeah. and, yeah. you know, do it. Yep. And so. I think people don't understand why that's the case. And I think it's hard. And the reason is, is we don't want our entire lobby to fill up with people. Exactly. Well, we don't no. want to line out the door of 10 people. Yeah. At yeah, night, we're trying to take get turned away. Safer precautions to keep people safe as we can, as well as anybody else. We're being yeah. responsible. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Um, financially wise. Oh, <laughs> I think I, it turned out probably be for me, maybe a little bit less, but pretty close to standard years. There was a, there was our dead bit there being shut yeah. down, but um, overall, what it bounced back pretty okay. I mean, everybody's been struggling this year. We all yeah. struggled, um, but uh, I think at least when we reopened, we got to. There wasn't a whole lot of other things for people to do, like the theme parks and the concerts and things. So yeah, the there's a little bit. Um, more reason for them to come get tattooed as just a reason to waste time and do something, get out of the house. So I felt like there was a little bit of quick bounce back that kind of felt really nice after that being shut down. But um, it's not something that lasts through the whole year. This whole year has still been a struggle for everybody. Yeah. So I would say, you know, at least I didn't feel quite as stressed and struggled as I thought I would at the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. Not as well and fair as I would have if it had never happened to begin with, though, either. Okay. Well, uh, and I think we're very fortunate to work in a yeah. shop like Skin Kitchen where yeah. we, we yep. he have a great, great yeah. reputation here and busy. we stay busy. Like, we, and you know, we have people that sink us out to get tattooed. I don't deny that. And by being off and shut down for two months, that helped kind of back up yep. the people that were already booked on top of the people that were wanting to get booked. And it really thickened the numbers up for a little while. Yep. You know, which was nice. Yep. Did I don't you, deny that I, I probably feel a little bit less stressed just be, because of everything. I think I also um, did pretty good about managing everything, which everybody's done. So that kind of, I think at least I felt like that for the rest of the shop here. That nobody felt super stressed often. Did, did you feel Except like I don't know, maybe Jack. Jack, maybe, yeah, Jack, maybe so Jack more. worked Jack? seven days a week. Yeah, for that's right. Yeah. Right after months. Yeah, he right. worked seven I, days I a week about that. for yeah. several months after to get the shop. Yep. You know, to make us have somewhere that we yep. could safely come and work. That was and, very you know. true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I know the pressure was never off of his shoulders. Yep. Mm -hmm. Never. And getting caught up. It took you that long to just get caught up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that little pause, man, throws you off so much because it's not like a regular business. We're not getting unemployment. We're not getting yep. government help. We're not getting mm -hmm. grants. We're yep. a tiny, tiny business. We essentially all work for ourselves, which doesn't qualify as a business to any kind of yep. you know government. Mm -hmm. So you know when you stop for two months, all of a sudden you're yep. making a $1,000 a week. Well, for eight weeks, you're not making that $1,000. Your bills didn't slow down. Plus, you're incurring yep. other bills because you're not at work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like staying at home. Yeah. There's more lights on. There's more water being used. Uh, there's more gas being yeah. used in the truck from running to the store. There's, you know, everything goes up yeah. exponentially, except I for your money coming in. The yeah. the at least 
I should let somebody else talk. But uh, for me, the more stress was just the change in procedures and working with people. Less financially, but more with how everything's changing, how appointments are going to have to rechange, how we slow things down a lot more. There was more stress for that and working with people for me, I think. Um, you know, putting signs up, making sure we're always wearing masks. You got to make sure you have one or two or three around the shop somewhere at yeah. any time. So, And I, I think uh, it did affect, I mean, we're used to, like, when we see how busy it is, when you try to gauge that, mm -hmm. we're used to, like, how many people we saw during the day, how many phone calls mm -hmm. we got. And if you're sitting there and, like, nobody's nobody's milling around, like, usually, I've been nailed for, like, 18 questions today on, you know, so-and-so's yep. lobby, can you take five minutes of time? That really can affect your morale. Yep. I think over over time, and yeah, it was yeah, it was rough there for a while. Yep. Did you guys notice any difference with the stimulus money? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a very small feeling of like yeah. tax time. Yeah. Nobody really has it to spend, but you got that extra boost that you weren't expecting. So I think eh, why not? That know? was probably the quick reopen bounce back. Yeah, that we were exactly. That had you know, I know we were mentioning you, you stayed swamped busy there, um, and I think. Maybe that tax return or that that um, stimulus helped ensure that those clients were going to show up once we reopened, that you were able to work those seven days a week every so. Not for all of them, um, maybe yeah. a handful here and there. So, mm -hmm. But they're not always going to tell you that either, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely affected everybody's life. Yeah. And a ways that, I don't know. And the thing is, is that we're not what they would consider an essential business. And that is why most of the artists did not have a good experience with us mm. at all. You know, we're less essential than restaurants. We're less essential than bars. So it's nobody's going to give any of these studios any type of stimulus, extra money, grants, yep. any of that nonsense. Nope. How did it impact you, Jack, as far as being booked out personally on your clientele list and stuff? Did you notice a decrease from that, or did it stay pretty okay? Or did they contact you a lot over that time period when we were shut down and just touch base with you? Um, as far as I remember, I was, I'm surprised uh, about how many people did uh, reschedule. Um, and, yeah, maybe the, st the stimulus money, you know, helped that, which... Um, which I'm sure helped. Uh, but yeah, uh, business has been really good, uh, at least so far. Uh, so we'll, uh, see how it goes from here. Yeah. yeah Cause that's the worst part is you feel like your head's under an ax because yeah. at any time they could go, Hey, you know that rug? We're taking it out again. Yep. Everything's shut down. Hey, I just don't want anyone to get sick. Exactly. You know how terrible it is when you're sick. It's worth anything to not get sick, well, you know, anything. Do whatever you have to do. I don't know if you've ever been sick before, but it's awful. You feel awful. So, so what? You lose your house. Have you ever been sick before? No. Huh? Have you? Well, you feel pretty bad. And so what? You've worked hard your entire life, given up things, sacrificed things. You know what? You're just being selfish. Okay. I haven't worked for anything ever. So I don't even know what that's like. Okay. And I don't want to get sick. No. So why don't you just give up everything you've ever worked for? So I don't get sick because you know what if I do I can go to the hospital and they're gonna help me and they're gonna have plenty of time to do it But you know what? 
I don't want to have to do that. Mm. So just do whatever I say or you don't even care about me. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) So like, uh, yeah, I I think people, we've come to a point where I don't think people understand what it is to do things that are risky. I don't think people understand what it's like to be a grown up. I think people need someone to tell them what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it and how they're supposed to feel to fit into the block that they're supposed to fit in because they don't want Sally in their uh, reading group to think they're some sort of monster because everyone, every screen they look at tells them that if one of your friends or someone thinks like this and not like this, they're disgusting. So, well, you don't want to be pushed out of your social circle. You don't want to be, you know, this monster or something that you've been told that you are so you fall in line and you so you don't lose your house you don't lose your friends you don't lose your circle i think that's the big problem is that uh no one takes responsibility for themselves as an adult they're always waiting for someone to justify the way they feel and if you feel a different way well that person says that i'm right and says that if you don't agree with us well then you're a monster so you're obviously a monster and you're wrong Uh, i think that's a big problem I think this whole thing wouldn't have even been a thing, uh, and I think it shows that through numbers and everything else, but it was made a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people didn't get sick in numbers they said they were going to get sick. It didn't happen, but they might as well have. I mean, how many people have committed suicide? How many people have lost their lives? How many people have lost their families? Uh, How many people have lost their businesses? How many people have lost everything they've ever worked for? For what? For what? Because I don't want to get sick. I don't want to feel bad. Oh, no, wait, you don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. Well, that didn't happen. Never happened. We spent so much money on this lie and we're still paying for it with our lives, our freedoms, our country, everything else. Yeah, I feel strongly about it. And if you feel the other way, that's, that's fine too. It's just an opinion, but you probably don't feel that way because you've been told anybody who doesn't agree or fall in line is some sort of, you know, bastard. But, uh, you know, it's the way I feel. I feel that you tell me the risks and if I decide to walk onto the battlefield or not, it's up to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, that's I mean, not could, it's not my choice anymore. I, mean, I don't we, get a choice anymore. We all. could we could get into that whole adult <laughs> thing. So, uh, you know, I, that's the biggest difference I feel like with between my generation and maybe the younger generation. But then again, I'm looking from I'm looking at the perspective from a 51 year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what there are, but we weren't we weren't allowed not to be adults. There was no, we no were made to face the, the consequences of our actions and our and whatever we thought or did. It doesn't even exist anymore. Well, no, you've been shielded from it. Like, oh, if you run off that cliff, you're going to get scratched and bruised, so I'm going to snatch you before you run off the cliff so you don't experience it. No, let them go over there and get some scratches and bruises and realize, hey, if you sail off that bad boy, it's bad. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Because yeah, if somebody catches you every time before you do it, you're going to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. And you could say the same thing about it, you know the people that have bad tattoos and bad piercings. You should have known better. Yeah. Right. You know, granted, there should have been some ethical side to the person who actually did it, but the reality is, is you made the decision and, after and, seeing the work. And by that argument, there should be a government body that dictates who can get and what they can get so they don't make what they see as a bad decision for that person. So you've got to live by this model or you're, or you're wrong, which 
the last time I checked, I don't think that says that anywhere on any of the paperwork that people died for so we could have this little experiment. Um, So, you know, we could get as deep as we want to on it. But as far as it impacting um, business, it was terrifying. Um, It was absolutely horrifying at the at first, the 15 days. okay, Mm. fine. Like like Jimmy was saying, we'll do what we can for the shop. We'll try to keep things together, uh, make some improvements, try to keep morale up. And then it stretches on and the bills start piling up and bills always pile up. But you're making money. That's that's kind of the push to get out of bed in the morning to go works because, oh, crap, here it comes. And then you get to a point to where you're being talked to by these people that look like they slept pretty good last night and they're eating pretty good and they don't seem very worried. And they're telling you, eh, I don't know, you might go to work this year again, but you know, we're talking about this is probably going to go through winter. Yeah. You, you know, know I don't know. I'm going to go sit in a, a well air conditioned or heated uh, room and drink and eat whatever I want with a bunch of people that don't have to worry about anything and talk about the rest of your miserable lives. So it was absolutely terrifying the further it went on because there was no definite, okay, we're going to allow right. you to go back to whatever it is you do. Not that it's a big deal. That was a terrifying part. And, um, and I, see, yeah. I, I think that most people don't understand this, but this is is the most time I've ever taken off from work. Me too. No, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I started piercing, I broke my wrist. I was out, I think, three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I got sick with this big thing, ended up in the hospital, emergency room, all this other crap. I think that was about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart attack, a week. Mm-hmm. So yep. it really, like, it's the first time I can't. Even yep. w- we had... <laughs> We had our studio have 20,000 gallons of water dumped on it, and we still were back to work within four weeks. Yep. 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 You get past that point, and there's just no idea when you're going to get to go back to work. It's an uncertainty and everything. And I even got you know unemployment for that period, but that don't cover what mm-hmm. I'm making. Well, what happens mentally is you start going, okay, uh, now what? who the hell am I? Yeah. Yep. What, what who and what I am, what I've... What the soil I've grown myself in the entire my entire life, gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, uh, and I'm like, oh, so now I just figure it out again, huh? Right. Now I just rebuild again. So there's another fire. My shop just burnt down again. Yeah. Do it again. Why? Oh, because being sick feels bad. Well, that, oh, might that not yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know what? Screw, screw me. I mean, well, this is huge. I don't want someone to get the sniffles. And oh. at that point, it wasn't ah. even sure that you could go into whatever certain professions again. You know well, I mean? yeah, like not only that, certain. but it, it starts a mental thing to where, okay, who you are is not allowed yeah. anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, uh, everything you've worked on, your, your reality, your life, your world, Erased. gone. Gone. And see, the thing I didn't understand Whoa. is why didn't they go right there when this all happened back in March? You guys could stay open. But you have to wear masks. You have to do all the things we did because the contagion didn't change between March and when we got back to work in May. Why didn't they just implement it in the first place and said, hey, stay open? But understand, if you stay open, you're at a higher risk. Right and they're now. treating us like adults. And, that would have been adults. and they're yeah. allowing us to make our own decisions. Yeah, that when happen. that You can't do that. You know, I mean, come on. From their point of view, we're not 
that important, <laughs> you know, yeah, like said, our troubles are so tiny uh, compared to theirs. You know, they, yeah, they, they look at this as a percentage. Okay, doc, if we do this, we're probably going to lose about 18 to 25% of small business. Okay. That's all that number. That's, number that, that's just, a, you know, they're they going to go, care. well, okay. Oh, you know, they're like looking at it uh, much like uh, a general or anything else. They yeah. like, okay, yeah, accepted casualties. Yep. Well, there's a difference. That soldier signed up and knew, you know, the deal. I signed up for freedom and to be able to make my own choices. In my own way. And now you're changing the freaking rules and saying that if I don't agree with that, then I'm somehow wrong or bad. But that's, you're changing the rules after I signed up to play the game. Yeah. Uh, so it's frustrating. Very, yeah. very frustrating to try to play a game where the where the rules are constantly being shifted and changed and things are being relabeled and pushed around um yeah there's just been no stability in life or business or anything like that so that you know that's been a big stress but talking to customers and knowing that we're all in that same boat and that no one you know is winning here at least on our side of the you know pond um I guess in a way that kind of helps, you know, yeah. uh, we're all in a sol- there's a reason solitary in prison sucks worse than just yeah. being in normal prison, well, yeah. you know, cause you, you can look next and at least talk to guy and go, doesn't this suck? And he can go, yeah. And well, go, okay. At least somebody agrees with me rather than sitting in a box all by yourself going, man. Well, when you're in solitude <laughs> like that, you're easier to persuade or convince or to get to go your way because you're easy to conquer. But when you're together, all we need is a virus, people, and then yeah. we can just keep everybody away from everybody. Kind of no, and no, I'm just joking. But anyway, um. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's it's kind of like and a good example. of This was what happened in uh, hell yeah. Hell that? Oh, it's our uh, it's yeah somebody playing with their somebody phone. awesome playing with their cell phone <laughs> while we're. Okay. Recording. I don't I'm know just. What I just heard it on. Yeah, yeah, the honky tonk music coming out here. <laughs> She's checking on the. You're checking on the puppies. She's checking you? on the puppies. Yeah. yeah. They're listening to. Uh, what was that? That was. It sounded like the Eagles. Oh. It's '80s yeah. rock. So who yeah, yeah so probably it made me stay home and listen to the Eagles. What I would do. <laughs> I would leave the old kinds of presents. But if you're locked in a cage, you got to sleep with it. Anyway, I'd say shop wise, we're very lucky. Um, it took. You know, like how much did it affect me? Take, okay, look at what you make every month, you know. Double on, that. And re, like you get 12 paychecks a month, you know, I got 10. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I lost two months worth of income and mm-hmm. at the same time had to pay all the same bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so therein comes the seven days a week to try to regain. And, you know, because after the fire, I was just starting to plane out and kind of get to that spot and to where it was, you know, kind of its own thing again and g- good rhythm and everybody. And then they're like, eh, hold on. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, what, what, what does a guy have to do? You know? Because uh, you were talking about how like everybody kind of is in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, the wind thing. It's, it takes that we had, when was that? Was it July or? Oh August? yeah. The big wind storm knocked everything oh, over. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and we're out of power for like a six days. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. God. <laughs> hey, you can reopen. You Wait, really now there's a super know, storm. Yeah, you really start <sighs> to know who your neighbors are and who who you can actually count on and interact with. Yeah, and it, it is. I mean, everybody goes, "It's an Iowa thing." No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's a human thing. Yep. That you know, like we've had floods, natural disasters, etc. I don't care where you're at. You could be in the worst place on the yeah. planet. The whole if everybody's suffers. in the same situation, mm-hmm. everybody's suffering. They you tend, tend to. Pitch. Together, yeah. yeah, man. Every time, 
Yeah. Absolutely. Human nature. I, and that's why humans will continue. Yeah, I hope that happens uh, with us collectively as a country here sooner than later. Because, like you said, I mean, if half of the people on your block are jerks and they're not pitching in and you're expected to clean up their stuff too, well, not only is that going to take a long time, but that creates animosity. Yeah. yeah. You know, if everybody pitches in, does what they can, even, you know, I can't do as much as you, you know, you know, my knees bummed out, but I'm going to do what I can. That counts. That's same. That's same, same. You know, we know not everybody can do as much as someone else. Absolutely. But if everybody just does this much, right. Collectively, you know, we're, you're stronger than anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're shut down for, because when that happened, I'm like, oh, great. Because I was just starting to catch up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now I'm out of work again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we ended up in here. All the the whole time working. <laughs> yeah. No electricity. Dying. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. yeah. It was hot. Like Eight oh yeah. <laughs> working by daylight. That was our shirtless, yep. uh, short pants. Oh yeah. Paint parties. Yep. 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 Yeah, we were doing it. Yep. And eating at uh, at oh, one of the, at the same pub. restaurant yep. over and only over. Only one yeah. restaurant was like so one was the small only one block, open. and all of the city had power. Yeah. Everyone there to eat. Overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Take turns. Tag. It's your turn. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, some positive things happened this year. Yeah. Uh, it's over. We, we cry. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Sorry. On paper. 2020, the year but that's so, so terrible they had to name it twice. Right. Um, we had we had uh, Brent started. Yeah, we, yeah. we brought Brent in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that really expanded. Thrive really into, well. We, got, we now have four artists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've remodeled um, the shop. Remodeled yep. a lot. Changed. Got a new studio, as new you see. Studio. Yep. Uh, the channel reached... Uh, I think it's at 28,000. Yeah, we just awesome. under 30,000 subscribers. Now. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Super. And that that makes it possible for us to do this stuff. Yeah. You all, know? This, all the money we spent, including the new microphones, everything else, the channel paid for. Yeah. Uh, because that, I bought that. Cause was, <laughs> and that's check. because you guys click like. Um, yeah. yeah. You know what? Absolutely. 10 second rundown of how this works because people just don't get it. You know, how, why is Facebook and whatever so, you know, rich? This is all it is. If you can show uh, Coca Cola, look, so many people look at this every day or every week, and I'll put your billboard right there so all these people are going to see it, and there's going to be a link they can click on to go back to your place, and I'm only going to charge you X amount a day or a month mm-hmm. to do that. That's how they do it. And then they go, hell, sounds good to me, Johnson. Boom. And they do that to a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. um, and they get it's all advertising money. Yep. So basically, by you clicking that, it gives somebody another, you know, Adds to the number of people they can show someone who wants to spend money to sell their stuff. Yeah, and highs for commercials. So that's how we're able to do this. It's just you clicking on that and watching. It it helps us do all this. And the incredible Thank thing you. is that there's this platform, YouTube, that you, just your average guy can do it. Yep. Yep. Right, granted, I'm not telling you all to go out and start a channel. It's a lot more. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day, they're like, oh, so you got this, you know, the new mic set up in the new studio and this. And they're like, so you're done. I'm like, no, 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 done. no, no, never. No. There's always something new. There's always a camera to be replaced. Yeah. There's but another it, lens to get. There's a, a better light. There's always going to be something. And yeah. it's interesting that our fans can write in or click in and let us know what they want to know about yeah. any kind of yeah. question and we can get their voice heard. Mm hmm. You yeah, know, please don't be shy about question, that. You know, yeah. yeah one of the things we I, we and I, I didn't do it this week, but we've been doing more streaming. We're still trying to figure that out. So you, those that watch the channel have gotten mm-hmm. to see Jack Tattoo, uh, Wesley. Wesley Tattoo, mm-hmm. Jimmy, um, and they've gotten to listen to me uh, answer questions from all over the yep. world. 
Well, that's a gift in itself, right there. Oh, just knowledge. Check that, back with our please again too. Brent Brent started with us. Maybe he'll be on the live ones yep. here for two. Yeah, maybe we'll throw him under the streamlight. Yep. Yeah, you know, it'd be fun. We could bring him in and just berate him with questions. He's a pretty yeah, funny, fun. kind of witty guy. Oh, yeah. And I don't get to spend a lot of time with him because I'm off on this little pod locked away. And then they're all having a great time next door. It's so, nice because we can just go in there and visit you. I know, right? And then just go, yeah, kids at daycare. Bye. You you want, leave leave. Leave. But, uh, yeah, I don't get to really play with him very much. Seems like so I think cool. we should bring him in with a Lucha uh Libre mask and make him like the unknown tattooer and stuff. It's the type of guy who, I don't mind. whatever funny Whatever. thing you're talking about, he'll say the second joke, but it's always better than yours. Right. Like every time, <laughs> man, I said something funny, but yours was better. Yeah, you, yeah you killed it and brought and it home. And, and we were joking at the very beginning for anybody that's as old as me is we were going to put a paper sack over his head <laughs> and call him like the unknown tattooist. Right. Yep. But uh, I told Jimmy that it had to be Gene Gene the Dancing Machine, and until that was happening, we weren't going to do we're a gun show. Oh, brother. Yeah. Well, um, gosh, what more to say about 2020? Oh, um, but it's over. We're on. Now we get to do another year of this because it's not over. <laughs> uh, 2020 has been the guy living by the river in a van, and I hope he packed his stuff up and left. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I've lost. Nope. I've lost a lot of relatives this year. Went out and got Sadly. a job. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Uh, Last year, lost a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, it was just a. It was just a rough year all around. Mm -hmm. But I survived it, and as my yeah. grandmother always put it, you, all that stuff happens at once, so that you can get past it, and get under right. good parts of life. Yeah, and you know, if if you haven't eaten for like twenty days because you've been held captive. A potato <laughs> seems Delicious. pretty rad. So as long as you have your life suck really, really bad for long enough, the tiniest thing will seem awesome. Yeah. So, hey, it's all relative. It's called it's mm -hmm. called the developing appreciation. Yeah. It's yeah. called gratitude for things you do. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's called for the things there's you been got. there there's no guarantees. It's like it's like me. Ride know? the wave or don't. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I, get busy, I, I get busy living or get I'm busy not supposed, dying. I'm there not it supposed is. to eat ham anymore, and I accidentally had a ham sandwich. Oh, and let me you tell you, accidentally, was, yeah, accidentally. accidentally. Did it accidentally. slip and it fell into your mouth? Yes, magically, <sighs> slipped off the table right into and, your mouth. He's always and been and a daredevil. I have to say that those two little thin slices of ham was the best ham I've had in my entire life. <laughs> but it was delicious. Yeah, that was uh, sodium free salt. Yeah, probably. Yeah, in <laughs> the ham. I don't yeah. know. It was from. Uh, it was. It was one of the sandwiches from one of the deli places that I like. I don't know. That's probably so. That's nice. usually where ham sandwiches come from, Davo. Yeah. But thanks for giving us yeah. the backstory on it. So well, you had to order it. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm there watching you the, eat the sandwich yeah, right, right now. The eight places we order from. If you're the Uber. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh God. Uh, what does this show devolved into? You devolved your into ham this, sandwich. Yes. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh my God. I tried to say Yes. Yeah, apparently 2020 wasn't that thing. bad. Well, he's talking about his damn ham sandwich. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There were times during the like during that. Well, I mean, it, basically, the one of the things is when you're home that much, you pretty much only have three activities. Well, four technically. Eat, sleep, we won't talk jerk about off. Oh well, no, no. Uh, <laughs> eat, take a nap, watch something on television. Eat, take a nap, watch something. That's what yeah. my seven weeks was like. That and trying to get here. And dealing with mm. Uber not having any drivers anymore. Doesn't yeah, seem that bad. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then recording something and going home and trying to edit on a computer that eventually went. 
about halfway through. So battling boredom was yeah, yeah it was what it was. Damn anyway, it. so we talked enough about this subject. I, I, I think, think we, we put this one to bed. Well. Yeah. yeah, our year was rough, but we got through it. Yeah, it yep. was, it's kind of this episode was kind of like twenty twenty. It was yeah. rough, but we got through it. Rough, yeah, we got through it. <laughs> yeah, had some funny points and. You never really know if any of it's actually true or not. Yeah. Because we get to edit it before yeah. you see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wish I sleep tight. <laughs> We're not even real people. Yeah, we I wish I could exist. have edited that year before it was released. That would have been <laughs> rad. Well, somebody yeah. did. You would just got to be really good friends with them, get something on them to uh, where we can ruin their lives, and then they'll do anything we want. Yeah, so is this what know. it feels like on the editing floor? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> that would really suck if yeah. eventually, like, you know, you get to the end and, you know, everything's revealed to you, and it's just some jerk trying to make a movie. Like what is it, Wizard of Oz, the big curtain pulls back and yeah. some dude it's just some guy that's like, oh, right. yeah, I thought it'd be interesting in a plot twist if we did this to them. Well, that's uh, how you sell episodes. I guess. Yeah, I yeah guess. it keeps people engaged. So uh, you've been uh, watching or listening to Q&A in the Kitchen. It's a podcast and YouTube series about body piercing and tattooing and other body art related topics. If you like this, give us a thumbs up, uh, share it, do all that fun stuff. If you'd like to subscribe, hit the subscription Click on the bell. notification bell so that you're notified every single time we post one of these or the many other videos we do. If you like merch, you like T-shirts, you like uh, swag. Who uh, doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't like T-shirts? Who are who is this person? I don't I don't get it. Check out our merch store. Link is in the description. Um, and all the proceed uh, the proceeds go to buy more stuff. Yeah, we're keeping the economy rocking. Yeah. Well, you are. Yeah, for the most part. And all you gotta do is click a thing and give us the rest of your money. There you go. And then and you don't even have to leave the house. So you're safe. Right? We got you. Unless it's cool. There's another stimulus there. coming. There's a call you can make. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's more. St well, uh, most of us. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about stimulus anymore. I want to. Uh, I do. Not I stimulating. Spent, yeah, I got. Oh, I've already, I've already right. got my stimulant. Right, right, right. Ooh. Yeah. How much did it cost? Paid for that. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about a completely different stimulant. Of course you did. <laughs> filthy, filthy. Because you were probably looking at the p word on your phone while we've been talking, yeah. and you're all jazzed up. Mm, yeah, right. Tell Nick time. here's hoping all your tattoos and piercings heal with ease and without a single issue. And if you're in the Des Moines, Iowa area, we all hope to see if your body piercing and tattooing needs in the future. Have a good day, everybody. Take care. Take well. See you guys.